still here but welcome to the Rangan heresy podcast and uh, another episode yay it's been a fucking long time but it's uh, way overdue and we have to get it on the program and you're gonna love the content of today i'm pretty sure because all we're gonna do today is talk about rumors but before i do that let's say hi to the cast so to my virtual right hello christopher how are you I'm just fine, so I'm finally to the right. Feels good. Out of the couch, into the doghouse. Uh, so it's just because of this fucking re-election thing. Everything has to be to the right right now. <laughs> and and, and, and Pelle right. on my... <laughs> and, and then we have Pelle on my second right. Yes, of course. Far right. Or, uh... <laughs> far, far right. No, that's Henry. <laughs> no, no, he's on the fringe left. <laughs> fringe left. Mm. Uh, Scottish independence left. I don't know. But anyway, how are you, Pelle? I'm very fine, thank you. Um, good to be back again. Oh, We're all itching for rumors. <laughs> is Heresy dead? Is it alive? Is it on fucking, uh, I don't know, what, what do you call it? The thingy? Drugs? ER. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, you put it on live, live support. There we go. <laughs> Damn, I had too much alcohol today. Uh, live support. That's right. Is it on live support? Is it dead? Is it alive? Or is it in a coma? Who knows? Uh, but we have a special guest who might know the answer, and that is Mr. Henry Steele. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks, bud. Nice to be back on, and nice to hear you guys again. Looking forward to this one. You say that now, but wait until this is edited, and you're not going to say that anymore. <laughs> God, I, can just, I can just mute, mute you in the chat, can't I, Chris? Is that, is that doing well? Oh, yeah, there's a button for it. <laughs> If there only was an editing program that could just re-edit everything and make it like sound really nice and us <laughs> not sound like morons and kind of make sense. Call I, okay. don't, I don't think there's an editing program in the world that could make the rest of us, excluding Henry, Henry, you're perfect, never change, not sound like morons. And I'm excluding Pelle, Pelle you're great. And I'm excluding like, myself. But the rest of the cast participating today, no editing in the world could do that for uh, I don't know. Like, how, how do they make movies, though? Like, how we'll just, do they know? We'll just have to get it right. We'll just have to yeah. nail it. No editing. Just, just, <laughs> just get, do it right. Come on, it'll Please. be fine. Yeah. There's free boulders. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, but before the, we do that, I have to give a shout out to like, make sure you follow us on Facebook and on Instagram, whatever that is, and Twitter. No, we don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs> and it, no. 
And if you have any questions, queries, or suggestions, you send us uh, an email on the brangianheresy dot uh, at gmail dot com. See, I got that right, right? Yeah, no, that's right. Hey, woo! For the first one time beer from in me. four years. One beer, one beer for me. <laughs> I think your entire reward structure might be why you have difficulties making queer sentences. Nah, I don't understand you. You make also, no hey, I can walk. I need a beer. Also, yeah. never forget, if you have any complicated technical questions regarding SDLs, 3D design, or how to clean and manage a 3D printer, please send an email to randianhouse at gmail.com addressed to at Eric. We're glad you send this home address. You can swing on by, have some questions, and just use this printer however you see fit. If you don't like that, Eric... Just say something right now. Well, there we go. Also, if you want so, to learn how to paint decently, check out Henry Steele on YouTube or whatever media you want. I recently checked out his Emperor's Children, and it's just like 14 minutes of awesome. Not too long, not too short. Very comprehensive, incredibly easy, even for a moron to me to understand. Not 14, to me, 14 minutes of awesome is something I've always aspired to. <laughs> Here as I approach forty, that 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 may be, be a pipe dream now, but you know, we'll get it's there. About, it's all about results, Henry. Yeah, not about effort. time, time versus results, right? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, that's you, as soon as she starts making the noise, just let it go, mate. Just let it go. <laughs> that's the trick. You laugh, but that's actually the Swedish training he got for close combat quarters that Fred has applied to every walk of life so far. Well, it's good though. It works. I have 100% satisfied customers. Ding. Well, anyway. speaking of yeah, 100% satisfied that's customers. No so we talk about Forge World or not? Because I am <laughs> rooting to go. Yeah, I know you're rooting to go. But first, <laughs> you know, you know what we have to talk about. This is like one of my favorite subjects because normally I can I can put people to shame, and it's about hobby progress. Exactly. Mm. So Henry. What's your hobby progress? So if, you, my... if you got paid, it's not hobby. If you got paid for it, it's not hobby. It's officially work, and you can't bring it up. That's, That's fine. True. I don't really do commissions anymore, so I so so paid pay painting work is different now. Um, Damn it. Um. So personal hobby. So heresy wise, I have I finished a couple of uh night lancers last week. So I have my first game of anything actually since this time last year uh, as we we're allowed now to to meet people occasionally um scream at them from a distance and uh, i had a, a game of uh, titanicus against matt woodsmith who is on the full stride podcast if anyone's listened to that it's really good uh, really really good fun titanicus podcast um he's also got a, a wonderful uh, legio furians army with the uh, Freddy right up your street, it's the ones with the big, uh, the big back banners. Oh yeah, and he's done crazy. that great. Um, he's done that great Reaver that's posed just like the original sort of Reaver, you know, like um, just across one one sort of plane, a gun pointed up, fist down to the side, looks wicked. But yeah, we had, we had a game, it was really fun, sort of relearn the rules and stuff. But even in that one game, I was like, do you know what? I need to to take take this force up into the next points bracket. I needed to add some knights in, so I uh, I undernard about what to do with them, and I sort of I thought, oh, maybe I'll do um, Malanax because there's not many decals out for 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 Titanicus knights. I thought maybe I'll do Malanax, but that's really similar to a paint scheme I'm doing for some uh, fantasy chaos. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll do Macabius, but I'm on this real kick at the minute for for gaming armies to be relatively bright colours or light colours, not as in sort of bright yeah. and garish, like still heavily weathered and all of that, but 
the more I'm the more I game nowadays, and, and I did game a lot before COVID, and, and and the more I'm sort of thinking about gaming now, the more I see the value of having the lighter coloured like armies on the table. Like if I think back to when I was over with you guys last at Lincoln, you know, the armies that I remembered seeing at that event were armies like Imperial Fists, World Eaters, you know, White Scars, things like that, because they they just pop more, don't they? When you when you got shitty lighting, you know, and it's 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 all all the rest. Like it's all well and good having a super grungy grimdark model that looks fabulous under your painting lamp on a you know a DSLR lens and and all of that. But I want to game more, so, so light colors. So we're thinking mm. more like early '90s, but with weathering. Mm. Mm. Kind of, just more, more, just just picking, just picking the the lighter colors. So I went in the end with this the yellow um, scheme for. The, so there's this night house that's apparently attached to Kratos called Caesarian, <clears throat> and all we know is they're what they're yellow and black. We don't know anything yeah. more about them. And I was like, oh, yellow's going to look shit against the, uh, the 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 green, grey, and the white that I've got for Kratos. So I pulled the colour wheel up, and actually, it doesn't like it. It works fine. Um, and now I painted them up. I actually, they actually look really nice against it, and I'm, I'm really keen to um, to paint a few more. So I was I was going to finish some more Titans before I did more Knights, but now I think uh, I think I'm going to get a few more of those Knights done. And then uh, 30k, I've just started. Well, I finished a couple of Imperial Fist characters for a friend of mine, um, and I'm just starting Dawn for him at the moment. So yeah, it's been good. Been and I guess reading counts as hobby, right? Oh yeah, I've been mainlining. Like I've been catching up on Heresy the last I don't know six months reading wise. So I've I've finished off all the novels, all the little short stories and stuff. And two nights ago, I finally read the first chapter of Solar War. So I'm now starting the Siege of Terror. I was seriously, dude. I was nervous. Like as I'm sat there in bed, I'm about to read it. I legit got nervous because I was like, "This is, this is big." Like you know, the, I think the the novel series lost its way a little. You know, it, it got a bit bloated, didn't it? But you know, it ended fairly tight. Yeah, but like unnecessarily convoluted. So yeah, especially yeah. on like the Mortarion and like the Khan plots, because those were really good for a while, and then just like they expounded yeah. needlessly. That that's it, man. I think you know we could probably have had a third less books and not suffered for it. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of those novels we got actually would have just been excellent short stories. Um, but uh, but that's that's by the by. So I caught up on all that, and I'm just I'm super excited for Siege now because you know this is this is it, right? This is this is the big the the the, the big guns, as it were, are coming out. You know, we know all the authors, we know we know their qualities, mm-hmm. and I've managed to and remain spoiler free for what two two years now. Yeah, yeah. I actually recently picked up Sword of War as well, because I've been just like Henry, I've been behind the books for quite a while and I think we covered this on the last episode which has yet to be released for no reasons uh, but <laughs> I really enjoyed it as well I didn't think I would, I thought it was going to be lost, but there's a lot of Avalon stuff in there, which strictly speaking I did not think I would enjoy in any flavor and there's a lot of like Sons of War's treachery and parts and shit, that stuff was enjoyable they even cool, have Arim on there and I, I thought it was going to be like the Thousand Sons, sometimes when they write them, they're just a bit too good at everything and their convoluted plots is the only thing that keeps them back. But here's what like grounded. I could readily follow it, even as I went to the dentist repeatedly and got painkillers. And I think that's yeah, it's a really fun, enjoyable book overall. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. It was it was exciting reading through the dramatis personae at the start and just going, oh fuck, this person's going to be in it. Oh, this person's going to be in it. That's really <laughs> cool. Like, wow, well, and how it's going to happen? Like, I, I haven't had I haven't had that buzz for the setting for a while now. Um, you know, I really enjoyed book nine when it came out. I, I thought the team did a really great job on the story side of that. But then I I am a, a Dark Angels fan, you know, so. But but you know that that I got a little buzz from that little you know tingle downstairs. Um, but this yeah, just I I I thought Berry Dagger actually it's worth saying I thought the Heresy series ended very strongly. I thought Berry Dagger, absolute one of the one of my favourite Heresy books I've read. It, it felt like reading one of the early ones, and it just had that I don't know that pace the the vibe just something about it. It was like. Yes, this is this is what I remember 10, 12 years ago, whatever it is now. Ten Long, longer, you know. I think is it is it it's over ten for the novels though, isn't it? Oh like, yeah, horrors. Yeah. Like, you know, and and like I can still vividly remember reading some of those novels, you know. And and this was nice. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about Siege. Uh, pretty excited and and slightly nervous from all the uh, fucking oh maybe i'll paint some imperial fists or maybe i'll paint some of these guys oh, maybe i'll paint some sons of horrors maybe you know it's not going to help with the focus right no i think that the first couple of books are so quotable like you talk too much torgadon you worry too much loken and loken said you don't worry enough or like i was there the day that horus slew 2006 the yeah holy and, shit, shit. They're just such an entrenched part of the hobby right now that it's hard to get objective read. But if you go back and just blind read them, they're really freaking good. Also, I think Solar War page quote should probably be Henry Steele, legendary painter, gave me a slight tingle downstairs reading about Abaddon. Bam. <laughs> oh, incidentally, if you like Abaddon, man, like I'd recommend giving the fuck what they called the Talon the, of Horus. Yes, those. Because I, I really, like that's sort of a post heresy, but it's, it's, it's relatively soon after the end of the era. So I, I really, I really enjoyed reading about his character and that. But anyway, it's enough about me, Chris. You've been painting Empress Children. <laughs> I see. What have you been doing? I finally managed to finish something. And thank you, Henry. Thank you, Pelle, who's having some technical difficulties right now. I hope he'll re rejoin us soon from the warp. And thank you, Freddie, for all the patience and all the assistance and all the good tips. I finally finished up my my Contemptor. I finished up five Terminators, I finished up my Legion Champion, and nine veterans. It should be 11 veterans, but two of them are missing their hands because they realized Empress Children should probably have some sort of close combat weapons, right? Not just like bolt pistols and bolters. So yeah, they lost their hands and I need to reattach that. Oh yeah, I also finished up my like Mark II B Rhino because I found a couple of like Forge World upgrade kits, you know, like the the pentel mounted upgrade kit. Mm. So I'm gonna put like heavy flamers on them. And the other like Mark One Rogue Trader came with a Havoc launcher when I bought it. Like, you know, the new Havoc launcher, but it actually looks decent. So I think I'm gonna keep it there. So heavy no, flamer and havoc launcher. Which <laughs> did you uh, what did you enjoy painting the most out of that lot then? I think honestly the Tartarus Terminators. I mean, those plastic mm. Terminators from the Burning of Prospero are surprisingly fun and modular. Yeah, they are, and they're really fun to paint, right? Because yeah. they're so they're so simple. Like it's it's like coloring in, right? It's everything it is. is very clearly defined on them. You know what what is what, how you're going to paint it. Um, and the yeah. same thing with like the Mark II B Rhino, which apparently came out '86. I had to check it. <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of details, but all the rivets are placed just right, and the smokestacks are just 
so well painted. <laughs> just just putting some gold marbling and like the, the major icons of the Empress children on it made it look really good really quick. Mm. And then I made it look like it's been through the fucking Ranger by you know oils and stuff. But it was fun for me. Delicious. It was it was for me it was a journey because I've never used oils before and I haven't used pigments like this before and I've never used like a key ultra map which Freddie put oh, me on. That, that's, that's <laughs> thing ever. That's amazing. That's and thing I've ever. never used I've never used varnish three times on one model. Which I've mm -hmm. now done. So mm -hmm. thanks. First, you do it after base colors. Then you do it when you're gonna. After you've done the decals, <laughs> then you do it when you're done. And I'm like, it works. And I was just like, why do people do all these fucking steps? Make it look like tabletop does not require this. And now I know. Just that small yeah. bit of extra effort gives GLs results so quickly. It 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 does, man. But I think maybe we'll talk about this a bit more when we we talk about um what might be coming out in the future. Um, but I think, you know, there's if there's going to be a lot of steps, you best enjoy doing it and you best enjoy the result um, because it is completely legitimate to, like, just make a, an army that looks nice on the tabletop. You know, there's no there should be no shame in not wanting to do 30 steps on a Marine. You know, <laughs> I think that's absolutely <laughs> fine. You know, I, I don't give a shit. You know, if you, if you base coated your, you know, base coated that model, bit of sponging, giving it a wash fantastic you know let's 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 play a game kind of thing but if you in if you enjoy painting like that that classic heresy style is it's just fun and there's just so many things you get to play with so many different techniques and tools and products yeah, and yeah. it's surprisingly cathartic because i'm in the middle yeah. of a move and just the idea of usually picking up doing like more marines, I just want to like slit my wrist in a bathtub like seventeenth century poet. <gasps> but not this time. Now I actually enjoyed it doing the rivets, like using oils and all the recesses. And it sounds strangely like hypnotic when I say it like this. But no, I had so much fun just doing basic marines. And one of the things I got the most satisfied with was actually the way the decals look like to just how do I put it? Like just a fucked up part of the model. Yeah, like they're on the armor, right? Not like yeah. a fucking sticker that's exactly. been put on there. Yeah, there's no glass on them, and yeah. it looks like it sounds like I'm jerking myself off here, so I'm going to break my arm. But to me, it looks like they belong on the model rather than mm -hmm. being like attacked on afterthought. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, I, I think it's regardless of which way you go. If you go for the full hog, like with oils and all that shit, or if you do like a, a little quicker version of it, I think it's it's once you get into that flow. And I think it, you have to keep painting. The mm. thing that I always fuck up is that I paint like 20 Marines or some shit. And then I take a massive break and I paint mm. something else. And then I come back to those 20 Marines and I was like, ah, fuck, how did I do this now? Uh, did I do varnish now or did I not do it? And then you kind of struggle a little bit. And then once you get back into the flow, it's all good again. So mm. like, yeah, I think it's all about like getting into that mindset and just enjoying what the fuck you're doing regardless of if it's super complicated or not it's all about remembering the steps either they're five steps or they're three steps or they're a hundred steps but as long as you have that like pattern down and you know what you're doing and you kind of enjoy it you listen to some fucking heresy while you're painting and shit i think yeah. it, it, it's like it's more than just painting and what you do at least that's for me but mm. i don't know no, yeah. definitely. I think that's definitely. why people enjoy it, right? I, I think a lot of people find that, and Chris has said, you know, cathartic or hypnotic or, or meditative, whatever you want to call it. But ha having that uh, that routine 
and because it's Marines, right? Because you are basically going to do the same fucking thing a hundred times at least, right? You know, it it's it does become meditative, and it's just it's just such a great way to to just turn off, man, from from all the shit that's going on, you know. And the not and at the end of it, you've got this rad looking um, squad of Marines, you know. It's uh, yeah, there's 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 something just very very enjoyable about about painting a marine right yeah and i mean of course we'd say that the one thing i miss is i really wish games workshop mainstream would somehow release a new plastic box with affordable <laughs> yet useful plastic marines and maybe some sort of some sort of terminator style character in some sort of like named after an ancient horseman from Scythia, a cataphract and maybe two characters yeah. and some sort of like Greek warrior held Thermopylae in a tank form, yet in plastic. A man can dream. A Indeed they can. Indeed they can. What's Peladon? <laughs> Pella's back. Is he back? I am back. We've got him. We've got him. How Fuck was that filling? Hey, 20 minutes Fuck of filling until Pele fixed his computer. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the phone right now. So, yeah. We're talking hobby still. Yeah, hobby progress. Yeah, well, what have I done? What have I done? I'm working right now, actually. No, not now during the recording, of course. Uh, on the Lightning Strike Fighter for my Blood Angels. Mm-hmm. Sitting in weathering and doing panel lines. That's fun. Uh, I've shown some people some sneak peeks on it. So, um, yep. Yeah. Looks awesome. Uh, it's going to turn out pretty good, I think. I hope so, anyway. And I'm also working on my Istvan project a little bit, uh, Istvan 5. And uh, I, what I'm actually doing is redoing my Night Lord. Uh, I've been talking about it for a few episodes. Uh, I'll be stripping and painting, stripping and painting to find a metallic scheme that I do like. And I think I found it now, um, finally. So I'm about to paint the test squad. And uh, threw up some pictures of it. Not this week, but per- perhaps next week. And Sweet. working from there. So since, well, Nightlords are actually playable right now. So, Oh, they're more than playable, my friend. They're more than playable. <laughs> Meltabombs. Meltabombs. That's what I've done heresy-wise. Um, I've been doing other games as well. Can I talk about that? No, I cannot. No. No, no. <gasps> um, okay, then I haven't done anything. Yeah, I've painted some Man of War. Nice. Man of War, Man of War is always okay. <laughs> Man of War is all, always okay. One of the best games ever, except for Heresy, of course. Uh, but that's what I've been up to recently. Sounds good, man. What about Freddy? Freddy, Freddy said he couldn't shame people this time. Mm. No, probably not. Uh, well, I have glued uh, 10 Gorgons. And I realized how fucking shitty the Gorgons are because I'd gone through the rules and I was like, why am I wanting to field Gorgons? <laughs> well, I have to because <laughs> it is the, it's the Iron Hands Terminators. So, well, here we go. So I've done Gorgons. I've done uh, also a... Uh, because uh, I'm, I'm planning to do like a Centurion Force first. So I have to do like a, a character, and I found this random. As we were talking about Tartarus Terminators, uh, the plastic kits, I found like uh, with the Gorgons, you get uh, a sergeant head that is like not in a helmet, 
So I put that in, in my Tartarus Captain helmet. I used one of those spears, uh, kind of, um, what do you call it? The fucking skull thingy that flies around. Servo skull? Servo skull. Servo skull or a carabin, I guess. Servo skull and a, and a hammer and a Volkite charger. And I kind of converted him a little bit to become like my centurion. Um, there, is, there is no sexier sidearm in the entire of Warhammer 30 through to 40,000 than a Volkite. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the best. Like, I just, yeah. I, well, I thought maybe you disagreed, it, but that's great. It kind of screams. Figure, you know? No, 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 it screams heresy. So mm. hence he had to have a Volkite charger. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I have, I'm starting to put together a unit of uh, Immortals. Because that is actually one of the units that aesthetically I really, really fucking think is super sexy in mm. heresy. Mm. They're fucking I love nice. I love those models. Those are actually the one thing that almost pushed me to starting a ride of better iron list way back in 2016. They're such yeah. good models. Dude, I think you know, uh, you know, those models still stand up the, the, uh, from that era, that release. I oh, still yeah. feel like you know, those guys, the Death Guard and the Emperor's Children, they've, they've still got some of the best looking like, Legion specific models. Do you remember that the yeah, Iron Hands got a Mark III upgrade kit? Yeah, that was super. Oh, yeah. Cool. It's the, so good. The best. It's the best. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, with with, yeah. with the Victrilla and shit. Oh, it's so mm. good. Yes, fucking you. You can't get hold of it though. <laughs> it is temporarily out of stock. Like yeah, I know. entire like, half of the Forge World catalog. It's just temporarily, right, guys? <laughs> It'll be back soon. I mean, so annoying. You wouldn't write it. I, I'm, uh, uh, well, as we can talk about third party, because we're fucking, we can talk about anything, I am converting two land raiders, because I, I did one up with Blood and Skulls, uh, where I swapped all the tracks on the line, uh, land raider. I put, like, a different turret for uh, the heavy bolters, and uh, upgraded the last cannon sponsons, and used the Fortwell doors for the iron hands uh, on the sides. And I'm currently working, like I've done one, I've kind of sprayed it, and I'm actually uh, gluing together another two. Because I want, I want, uh, I want uh, five Terminators in each Land Raider, because I'm mm. thinking about, you know, Heather the Gorgon. Yeah, nice. And then do like ten um, of the Immortals in the third one. So that's my plan. And then have the Tactical Marines in Rhinos. That's kind of like what I'm looking at right now. And then three contemptors. And for the, you can only have one fast attack choice. And what I'm doing for the fast attack choice is five land speeders boop, 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 with grab guns underneath. Mm-hmm. And for the grab guns underneath, I kind of managed to trade, scavenge, and shit and get the grab guns from the, what are they call the Mechanicum fucking thingies. Do you the mean Mer- Mer- the Murmurmon Destructors? No, the Murmurmon Destructors. So I put that underneath. Like, you remember old school land raiders used to have like an yeah. underhung slope. So I've taken the plastic kit. I swapped out uh, the pilots for Mark Three, And then I put like an, uh, like they have fl- heavy flamers or melt guns or whatever. Whatever spare kits I have over from, you know, the Rhino kit that uh, Christopher just talked about. 
where you get like the pencil mm-hmm. mounted shit. Uh, and then, but the main thing is, I want to grab guns because I feel I remember back when we started playing this game, and actually Iron Hands came out, and they were all about grab guns. Yeah, remember when they, they, they could their special was it their special weapons? Yeah, they could have like, uh, could have grab guns. Yeah, yeah, ten of them. And I remember facing every time I faced Iron Hands, they always have like rapiers, three of them with grab cannons. Mm. So it's kind of going back to old school, getting so many grab guns that I can. And you just yeah. get that fucking shit going. What's the actual rules for the grab guns? I forgot. The bubble guns. <laughs> the grab guns. Yeah, they shoot small blasts, haywire, and they create difficult terrain. Yeah, that's what you yeah. did. The difficult terrain. You get stuck in that shit, right? Yeah. No, no, da- dangerous terrain. You take a wound yeah, on the one. Dangerous, dangerous. Uh, but the big ones shoot big bubble blasts. And it's fucking annoying uh, when people want to try and charge you because you have like a wall of bubbles. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. I can tell you from experience that it's annoying if you have them on, say, your only free contemptors in the entire Night Road list, and you keep firing the grab gun and you keep failing charges as a result of it. <laughs> yeah, you have to play but, a legion that ignores the dangerous terrains. Yeah, I guess. But like like for the for the contemptors that I'm building, it's obviously the Forge World Iron Hands contemptors. Now I'm I'm taking as many odd pieces of weapons that I can that people so i have the twin linked bulkite coverings you know i have the he, twin linked uh, like the heavy bolters mm. stuff that you never see but obviously in the other face they always have a grab gun because mm-hmm. they're iron hands i like it if it's like a theme man it's good yeah so that's that's what i've been doing and then heaps of other stuff like pelle said but we're not going to talk about Shh. that <laughs> I would love to see with the land speeders. I would love it if we get a reimagining of the second edition land raider uh, land speeders. Oh, the one I have right here in massive solid <laughs> lead that yeah. I have for my my yeah. black shield. Because we got the we got the re the redo of the um the first edition right first edition one yeah, right we got a few of that like I would love if we got but isn't the javelin pretty close to that one nah man, nah, no, nah, no, no, no. nah nah no, no. I'll take nah. a photo and put it in okay I, if anything the first edition one's closer it's it's more like the first edition one just with you know with a very small amount of armor over their legs isn't it? um okay. The the javelins are much larger uh, creature. Oh yeah, pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. But it'd be cool, man. It, I, I think, and and I could, and I think it's a realistic sort of hope as well. Um, yeah. Before we dive too deeply into that rabbit hole, looking at our watches and having tea parties, weird Alice reference. Don't ask why. Freddie, what are we covering in the main segment? Sorry, just posting photos to you guys. Uh, in the main segment, we're covering rumors. There might be, or may, well, for people that have been on the Book of Faces or the interwebs or anywhere else, might have noticed that there have been leaked, allegedly leaked photos of some sort of heresy box, plastic kits. Who knows? Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah. Yes, who does know, Henry? <laughs> Indeed, who does know? No one knows. Probably. 
but we've yes. all heard rumors. We've all been around like the witches' covens and like read the dark augers. We've all done went down. Yeah, to I mean, to be to be fair, we've heard rumors of new heresy. Or when, when did they basically stop giving a shit and supporting it? About <laughs> what three years ago now? Four years ago? Uh, three years. I'm sorry. That's I very really that's, that's very flippant of me. But when did when did we see a slowdown in? In hype and production, because as I, did, said, right? I, th- I thought book nine was really fantastic. You know, I think the team did a fucking great job on that. And in recent times, what's the? I've completely forgotten the name of it now. What's the little tank that we got about two years ago? Now? Saber tank. The saber. saber yeah. Love that model. Absolutely love it. So we have got you know we we have had it supported, but ever since I think. You know, we got we got the uh, the Prospero box was our second big plastic box, right? Yeah. And then the following year, when we didn't see another one, because we'd had Calth and we'd had Prospero, and we didn't see anything the next year. It's like, oh, what's going on? I must got put back. And then the next year, and we didn't see one again. I think that's when the rumors really kicked off, right? What's going on? What's happening? You know, is are we going to get a new edition and a new starter box? Are we going to get? Battlefleet Gothic, are we going to get what? You know, and it's just been years now, right, of just, of endless sort of hoping and wishing and 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 rumours of, oh, I've seen, you know, so-and-so told me that he's seen a plastic Thunderhawk or, or, or whatever. But now we appear to actually have some some potato cam footage of of, of some, of, of, of what could be a very interesting development. I don't know. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. <laughs> like you said, we've been waiting. They could be killed off their best uh, intro to the game because what you need is a book of infantry. Mm. And uh, these boxes are great for that. Yeah. Uh, if you're new to the game and you look at Fort World, you figure, okay, I need 20 Space Marines tactical squads with perhaps the shoulder pads that's like 100 pounds or something. Yeah. If you want it. Yeah. Um, so it's a big step to start the hobby, and uh, the plastic boxes has sold this pretty good, and to just kill it off without replacing them, really. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had to check it out. 2015 was the release of Burning of Calf, and 2016, uh, just in time after the summer, was Burning of Prospero. And mm-hmm. I remember that because I joined up the SLG club in Old Town December of 2016. That's five. That's five years, man. Yeah, right. the community was really booming. Like we got in people like students without any money. We got in like old people that played for forever. We got 40k people. And then I think just around 2017 and 2018, they discontinued Prospero and Calf entirely. And you know, they sold like these plastic boxes for Marines. And I know what it cost in the UK, but it's like 35 pounds a box. Yeah, it's the sort of the sort of normal 10 man yeah. troop troop box cost now. And I went into a GW and they're like, oh, we still support the game. Hey, you can buy these. And I'm like, but if I buy three of those, I might as well just have bought a Burning of Prosper box. And the guy just looked like, he looked at me with a hangdog expression like, yeah, nah, I know, I know. Yeah, I get it, man. But I mean, I, I think that's just the way things go, right? Like the GW do these boxes and the, the boxes offer insane savings. Like it seems that every box they bring out now is is even better I won't say better value, but seems to offer stronger and stronger savings, right? Over yeah. over what what's gone before. But for me, I think the the most exciting thing about this su- supposed, but I mean, we we don't all we have seen is what appears to be some new Mark Six 
a new Spartan, some new characters, right? That's that we don't know, you know, any anything else other other than other than that, right? That's yeah, the, that's the contemptor, you know. Seems oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah, 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 the, yeah not you're right. New. You're right. We, you know, we've seen the scatter dice in the picture, so we can assume that that perhaps there is, you know, uh, it's it's therefore it's not going to be a a, a rules the the whatever the current forty k edition of rules is. You know, that sort of thing. But we can't say whether this is a new starter box. We can't say whether this is simply a, you know, a new, a, a sort of a, a, a refresh of the range that's going to be accompanying a new book. We, we don't know any of that, right? All we know is that there appear to be some new models that are, that are coming, uh, coming out. And I think the big thing to discuss now is, is this going to be a starter box? Because Burning a Prospero, Betrayal at Kalth, you're right. For models, they were a bargain. But you also got these games with them that weren't heresy, right? Yeah, they were set in heresy or whatever. They were these standalone games. How many people actually played them? Were they a good introduction to heresy? I don't know if they were. Now, a starter box with, you know, if it's, even if it's an abridged rule set, but an actual starter box for heresy where I don't have to go out and buy £1,000 worth out of production books to play that is huge imagine if for next year like end of this year we got a new box it was like let's say for example the grandmaster box for titanicus and you got like a mini book one or like a basic rule book and you could buy like the deluxe edition and you got a redone book one or book two and that's what i'm saying next year because next year is actually the what do you call it not a centennial a decade anyway a 10-year celebration (laughs) A 10-year celebration of Horus Heresy Book 1. So just a read on Book 1, a bunch of models, a working rule set, which the mm-hmm. FAQ in it. And it will sell out like gangbusters. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any risk of it not selling. I mean, but by pure dint of the fact that it's Marines, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the safest, safest thing GW can do. And yes. the fact that they are classic Marines, I think, is even safer. You know, yes, but also yeah. apparently, even though they have their like value in for current 40k, and I don't quite keep up anymore because uh, I have a Tyranid army because that was fun to paint, like you said, like a palette cleanser during lockdown. But apparently, buying traditional marines in current 40k isn't really what people do anymore. So I think if they release, it's going to be like niche marketed exclusively or solely to people who are playing 40k or want to get into 40k. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's a fairly interesting argument or discussion to have, right? Is is will will they will they go the specialist games route, which is you know they have Andy Hall, the head of specialist games, has has you know said multiple times that that they are niche games, they are targeting the older gamers, they are living on nostalgia, albeit they're creating, I, I think, some very enjoyable games, you know, with some interesting rule sets and. And all that kind of thing, but they've said it themselves that you know, for every new person they're trying to recruit, they're also trying to keep or bring back the older gamers who perhaps are slightly disenfranchised by the two main systems, right? So, yeah. do they go the Is route there... of you know? Sorry, say go. No worry. Oh, I thought you were finished. Sorry. Uh, Is there a risk they're scaling up to make them primoricized? Would they do that? Well, that, I mean, that's interesting, right? The, the picture, certainly, that we've seen, in, in my opinion, those look, to me, like they have better proportions than 
our plastic mark three and our plastic mark four right mm-hmm. i yeah. don't personally think they look primaris size at all i think they look more the chaos space marine uh size which are uh, yeah you know, yeah sorry For people, people, they're, they're great though right like, like that those, those are they're, they're beautiful it's proportions it's you know they're they're easier to paint. You know all the rest of it. I mean, maybe that's a, a discussion it, to, have, it, to have in a bit, right? It, it, it's hard yeah. to see unless you have a uh, primaries or a, a normal marine next to it before we start. Yeah, it is, but yeah, but we do right because we've got the cataphracty in that yeah. picture. We've got the cataphracty in that picture. I, I I mean, I would put I would put my entire collection on them being a similar size to. Any marine kit that has come out in the last two, no, let's say last three years. So let's Death Guard for 40k, excuse me, um, the Chaos Space Marines for 40k, um, and the occasional heresy kit we've seen, like um, Tarvitz, um, Warfare Praetors. You know, yeah, the Praetors. I, I think to me, it's, it's just a, it's that size, it's, it's better proportioned. Marines. Question: I haven't like played with the new Chaos Space Marines. If I put them next to like a Mark III, is there like a jarring difference? It's not great. Like I, I think something that needs to be right. We need to be upfront about is there was always an issue of consistency of scale in Heresy. There, there always was. You know, we, we had. Do you remember even when we've got the very first few kits out, we had resin Mark IV, whose thighs were thinner than their their forearms and in the same release window we got the mark three apothecary and the mark four apothecary who were enormous like they they still would be the same size as the modern kits Mm. those guys so we've always had this thing of 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 the scale being all over the shop to be honest and you can make excuses for it whatever and some people don't give a shit that's fine i do give a shit because my biggest joy of the hobby is is the the collecting and the painting and and how it looks you know as, as a collection so i think the there is a, a an element of the excitement has been tempered for me because i'm sat here going you know i've just built 30 new mark 3 in plastics you know i'm working on this i'm working on that am i going to put these mark 6 next to them and it's going to look like a different game i have you a solution it? for you henry I fought long and hard about this, and I came to the same conclusion as you. And do you know what I'm going to do with the new Mark VI? Black Shield, Chim- all right. Black yeah. Shield Chimera. Yeah, great. I, I dig that, man. But then, but, you know, is, is it? It. It's exciting. I don't want to be down about this at all, right? Heresy is amazing. No, but I get what you mean. I think it's also, so cool. It's a matter of like post phone excitement because. We've been waiting for a long time, and I think regardless of what we got, it was going to be difficult for it to live up to the excitement, the joy, and let's be honest, the fan community creating a lot of like user-sponsored content, even this podcast, even you. People have taken it into their hands to expand the game because, yeah. let's be honest, there's been a sincere lack of the dedicated love and care that, that Heresy got for a long time. Mm-hmm. And in that vacuum, the fans themselves have stepped in and created fan supplements, rules, models, SDRs, however mm. you want to look at it. Mm. So there was going to be an issue. I mean, the initial question was people just yelling loudly, why isn't it Mark II? We all heard Mark II. And I was like, yeah, I, I would have preferred Mark II, but hey, Mark VI is cool too. That means I can actually do like a Sons of Horus Late War or like Chimera Black. Yeah, man. Which I and and I, I think the 
again, we just need to put it out there, right? These are plastic. These must be plastic, all right? And I'm not saying that because I'm wishlisting, and I'm not saying it because I know. I, I don't know. But Forge World Specialist Games, whatever you want to call it, have been moving more and more towards producing their games in plastic, right? Their models in plastic. Plastic production, GW's ability to produce it, all that sort of things. It's now perfectly viable to make 90% of things in plastic. Yeah, um, and I mean, most you know, recently, they even moved over the Necromunda upgrade kits to plastic. The, exactly, dude. You know, the, 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 most of the Titanicus, says, I would say, is my main game. The vast majority of that is plastic. You know, the, the Aeronautica Imperialis, which I know isn't technically a heresy game, but I'm collecting it because I'm thinking it is. Um, you know, these are these are much more niche games. Necromunda, perhaps not, but certainly AO and, and Titanicus, they're much more niche games than heresy. Yet they're getting 90% of their ranges in plastic. So I think it would it, it wouldn't make any sense for for this new heresy stuff to be to be in resin whatsoever you know yeah that's probably true i mean there's a technological thing you can produce high quality mm. fairly cheaply in plastic now just that's compare with a road trader 01 plastic marine swimmer with kids yeah yeah and I mean that, and actually, that's the reason we got heresy, wasn't it? Is because it was so expensive to make the plastic sprue marines that they basically invented this setting where you only you you could have a marine box that could be the goodies or the baddies. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> kind of fun to to come to come back around to that. Yeah, and you do have a fair point because when I started out, I actually got like a baggie because they used to come in five man baggies of. Corvus armor and those resin skulls were super slender like even the backpacks if you looked at them the wrong way they would shatter yeah. like into pieces and yeah. the thighs and like the ankles probably gave me like anorexia because that, <laughs> that was not what a male body looks like even the post-human <laughs> one yeah superhuman bodies that's it man but with the with the plastic comment what I was what I was very long-windedly getting at was if you're Compl- firstly if you're complaining just fuck off right? we just don't need you anymore right but if you were concerned that the first thing we were seeing was plastic mark six and i'm saying plastic that's i'm sure that's what we've seen then just chill we're going to be seeing plastic mark two we're going to be seeing plastic mark five we're going to be seeing plastic assault troops we're going to be seeing plastic i don't know breaches it's it's clearly if 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 they bring out that that new line of plastic miniatures whether it's a starter set whether it's just a new book and a start collecting box or, or whatever they're called now battle force boxes or whatever they are whatever guys it comes out in it comes out in plastic all you have to do is look you know be completely dispassionate about it look at what specialist games have done over the last five years look at their release pattern that's that is the one way i could see it being released right is, is heresy is no longer considered the third main game which is fine but it, it is now considered a Necromunda type game. So we get four release, you know, we get one major release each quarter. You know, I, I think that would be fantastic. You know, I, I, it would be amazing to know that we were going to get handful of plastic kits each year with one or two campaign books, you know, continued support. I, I'm all over that. I don't mind if it goes away being, you know, the 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 sort of super niche, but 
really sort of uh, third game system somehow that, that outsells things simply because the main company is faltering so much. You know, the main company is strong as fuck now. So what, what hopefully what we're going to see is, is, is treating 30K for what it is, right? Which is this, this labor of love. The people that are in it, they're all super passionate about it, right? And I think when you've got someone like Andy Hoare at the, at the helm, you know, we know Heresy has been brought into the Specialist Games studio, or at least Andy Hoare is overseeing uh, Heresy now. You know, we, we look at what they've done for Necromunda. I mean, you, you, Chris, you play Necromunda, don't you? Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, do I ever. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so happy. Late. I'm so happy with what they did with Necromunda. And right. You can genuinely feel the passion, both in like all the references to like the old cyberpunk novels I grew mm. up reading. I didn't I didn't grow up reading them. I grew up as I read them. I literally manifested a beard reading all that Neil Stevenson and like the hive and the the, the burb claves. And I mean, the references, the love, the like callbacks to old Necromunda stuff, the passion, mm. even the release schedule. Like as it is now, I can actually choose if I want to get something and I don't feel like I'm missing out because mm. I know my local community is still growing. Hell, there's two leagues running in parallel right now that I'm going to join up with if the COVID ever ends and, you know, That's it, get the time. And how exciting is it to think that that might be what we get for, for, for heresy? Incredibly. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's huge. I'm just afraid that the Imperial, uh, Imperial Aeronautic guys will try to, like, mingle with us and have to, like, avoid eye contact and back <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm super afraid that you're going to like make eye contact and get a bit too close and start telling about how the Bundeswehr and the Heer were not Nazis and you know, like this differentiation between the Wehrmacht and the Heer and like, you know, you know, like typical Imperial aeronautic stuff. What kind of people do you hang with? <laughs> <laughs> that, Everybody that's, I know that's who like... plays Imperial Aeronautica are rivet counters and people who have played historicals. Like they have so much historical knowledge. The Space Marine planes are coming out soon and then we can all go in there like pew, 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 pew you know, be fine. They, they, and play, they and play yeah. Epic 40k. Yeah. yeah. Right, well, Why not? Don't even, me, don't even get me started on that. Right. But I don't, yeah, I don't want to monopolize this chat at all. I just I've been passionate. I've been sitting on this. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about it. But so I, I would say that is my argument that if I had to put some money on it, that is what I believe will happen. I think we may get a new book, a new rule book. I think we may get a new um, sort of battle force box, whatever you want to call it, you know, with no game attached, nothing. It's just, a you know, a, a two squads and a rhino or whatever that go on tell me more about heresy <laughs> right i want to play this game this is what my money money would be and perhaps as you say chris perhaps we'll get something like a a, a grandmaster box or the dominion box that asia sigmar got or the indomitus box of you know a limited time only you know uh all in collector's edition type thing perhaps with those yeah. two characters as the exclusive type miniatures <clears throat> but i i that's that's where I think. Do you guys think it's going to be different? Do you think it's going to be uh, one of these burning of cow type things or betrayal of cow? Uh, no, we should talk about they... that. We should talk about that in the main segment. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, in the main segment, we should. I was just about to tell someone, hold my beer, and I will tell you all about the rumors. And we will in the main segment. <laughs> what do you, we, we, what do you want? We, we're like we? into the main segment. Oh, what are you on okay. about? This is the main segment now. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a break in the main segment, and when we're done with that break, uh, Freddy will talk. Yeah. Freddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
After this break, time. we're gonna we're gonna hold all Freddy's beers, and it's gonna need the three of us to do that, and then he's gonna oh, tell us about secrets. No, never. <laughs> sir, sir, please take a walk around the block and come back, and we'll let you in if you're behaving. All right, all right. Well, I guess we'll be right back to this. Come back from the break. So now we are into the main segment, as I think myself and probably anyone <laughs> listening assumed we'd been in it for a good 30 to 40 minutes. But I think we've got the entire cast back. I've posited my belief of what direction I think the uh, the upcoming new heresy or whatever we're going to call it, hashtag heresy version two, hashtag something else. Now I want to hear about what the crown prince himself has to say about what's potentially the biggest single development in his life in the last <laughs> it, it, it is like bigger than becoming a father obviously yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god uh i don't know like uh I, I i guess i can start with the the word on the street that i've heard uh from let's say sources close to the forge is that is that like even how it works in english i don't know Maybe it is. Uh, but uh, so far, we, we do, as you see in the leaked boxes, uh, we do can confirm a certain things uh, that we already knew in the works. And we actually brought that up. I think it was you and I, Pellet, back when we had the, the post-Weekender uh, episode, after we talked to heaps of people at the design studio there about the future for heresy. And obviously, this was before Anush left to do uh, uh, Total War, uh, Warhammer Fantasy 3, whatever it's called. 
but it, everyone knows it's always been talking about the rumor about a starter box, and that's what we've been talking about right now. What we know about the picture scene in the starter box was obviously we're talking about uh, something that was on the size of uh, Prospero or Calf, but a little bit bigger. And I, I have to agree with Henry when we when we think about a Grandmaster edition. Uh, the word on the, the word that I've heard or that we have heard is that we're looking at a Grandmaster launch. Sort of remember Adeptus Titanicus, a Grandmaster launch, followed by a kind of like starting Adeptus Titanicus kind of box mm-hmm. set. Uh, and in the Grandmaster launch, it's obviously the leak photos we've seen. Uh, what we know so far is that there will be a Contemptor, a Spartan, and then Beaky Marines. And two characters. And two characters. Well, will there be a rule book in the Grandmaster edition? New rule book. And, and a kind of remember uh, the 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 things that I've heard is that it, if if you remember back in the day, you used to get the 40k rule book in a small paper edition, like kind of A5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a few people saying that it's going to be one of them. Other people saying it's actually going to be sort of like in Adeptus Titanicus. It's actually going to be a paperback edition, similar to the Red Book that we already have. It's just going to be a bit more streamlined, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's just say that people closest to the source have said it's going to be a paperback edition. So I'm thinking that the information might have been confused. So we're looking at the Grandmaster edition. It's probably going to have the paperback edition, but there might be a future launch where we're talking maybe Mark II or other Mark armors, where you're going to have a paperback edition of, I don't know, say not paperback, like the small A5 edition of the rules, mm. Mm. if that makes sense. But the, the one thing that we know about is that it will have Cataphract, it will have Beakies, it will have Spartan, and it will have Contemptor. The interesting thing about the Contemptor is that it will have multiple weapon functions. As in, Ooh. as in, uh, if you if you remember the Contemptors from Forge World, where you can swap weapons, arms, and so on, yeah. we will now have that in plastics. <gasps> so in, but, instead, one. Yeah, two questions. First one is: Will you be able to pose the legs? Maybe yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fully that's a fully poseable. Contempt. Yeah. 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 And here's here's like the important question. The important question. Will we get templates? Because you have to remember, officially speaking, the templates are out of production at Games Workshop. So if you get templates, you could potentially sell them for a huge profit. That's well, not entirely no, 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 true. Yeah, you can also, buy specialist games fucking, yeah, specialist games oh. fucking love templates, mate. And just Necromunda, Titanicus. Yeah, Necromunda as well. Yeah, so yeah. there's an increased demand. There will be templates and scattered dice and everything. It's it's imagine a grandmaster box. Like this is what I heard from someone super close to the source, and he said, "Imagine a grandmaster box, but for heresy." Mm. And they kind of the case. They... That's awesome, really, because yeah. fucking waiting and... for the hobby. Yeah, and and and, and the, but 
what Henry said before we started the main segment. The whole thing with this massive move is that Horus Heresy will officially become a part of specialist games. So it's... just like Necromunda, just like Aeronautica, just like Adeptus Titanicus, it will become like an official game with their own official box, with their own official support that has like bi-monthly releases or whatever it is. And it would actually have like... Yeah, a dedicated fantastic. Group. I mean, look at Blood Bowl, look at Necromunda, look at Titanicus, look at AO, AAI, Aeronautica. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just if you were if you were a player of any of those, like I, I, my gaming group, the people I've stayed in touch with during lockdown, you know, they're all they're all specialist games. They would all consider themselves, as do I, a specialist games first before the main systems. It's it's good times, you know. It's good communication. It's generally good quality products, even the books, barring some of the Titanica stuff. Um, you know, it, it's it's been a good time. We we haven't gone through this weirdness that some of the, the the main systems have had to go through, right? Partly because our expectations are are set. You know, we we know that you know as, as a Titanicus player, I know that if I get between say two and three books and two and four kits over a year that's what i'm looking forward to right it's usually yeah. enough it's, it's something like every quarter it's something every three months it's you know it, it becomes your budgeting doesn't become a problem right you know you, you can can find the cash for that that why you know I, I mean, time. My, you know yeah the, and the exactly Pele, and the time and what it means is that i very rarely ever see or play any specialist games that aren't with fully painted models you know, and and that's something Heresy's always prided itself, right? Was was this idea of you know fully painted, yeah. the rest of it, you know, the Aussie lads coining that phrase and stuff. But fuck me, like what a ridiculous barrier to entry that was in a way. You know, I love it. I want to play with painted miniatures. It looks amazing. But you know, taking away the the the, the financial cost that you had from getting into Heresy, the fucking time investment. Yeah. Even if you're not interested in painting, right? You're just three colors minimum. I'm playing this game because I want to kick face and I enjoy the rule set, you know, blah, 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 which is totally legit. There's plenty of heresy players like That's still a lot of coloring in to do, you know. Whereas now, oh, okay, you know, got your contemptors coming out. Oh, I can paint a few contemptors up a few months down the line. Oh, the next month. Oh, great. Maybe I'll do a squad. You know, you know, I'll do this tank. It's just, it's exciting, man. It's so exciting. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, when Heresy dropped, it's an old game, man. Like it's it's nearly ten years old, isn't Heresy now? Like the yeah. game, the, the the first Black Betrayal must be close to ten years, yeah. Two thousand and twelve. Right. Like it, that's that's old for a game not to have really seen a second edition, isn't it? You know, and we we saw with the models that we we had an evolution of models as uh, computer aided design came in. You know, and and I think some of that has led to some of the rumors. You know, we've seen things. Oh my god, it's definitely a plastic model. Look, it looks like plastic, and it's not. It just looks like the plastic models because they're also designed using CAD. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it just it just feels like the right time. You know, this this setting, this IP is so incredibly valuable to that company um yeah yeah 
and they 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 have proven that they can be successful they've proven that they can run a specialist studio and they can run but more importantly right they've proven they can be successful with their two main games which means that we don't end up in this situation which we had with heresy before where it more or less saved the company didn't it um you know the 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 cash cow that heresy became really helped Right. Fred heads. I'd I'd even argue that I'd go further and like point at people like you and Pell and Freddy. I'd say Fred heads saved Forge Worlds because they went for the Bad of Wars, they mm. went for the Amphelion mm. project, they went for the Siege of Rax. They went in, they pawned they pawned out the money for like these armor cast models and the resin <laughs> models and these huge freaking tanks which are cumbersome and a fifth ed apocalypse. If you never played it, it was like it was a trial to set it up and arrange it. I mean, and also, I mean, with with Alan's passing, and it's easy to forget, Forge World was thrown into disarray, it can easily be said. And also the fact that Forge World, it has been said retroactively, and I can't source me on this, so I won't go to the stand, but Forge World didn't know when 8th edition was going to drop exactly. That why, that's why they had Fires of Syraxis, like 95% done. They had an entire book whose entire purpose was to port 30K Mechanicum, into mainstream 40k and they'd put 90 percent of all the work in and then eighth edition dropped and people are still like hey i want to play my mechanicum in 40k and mm-hmm. if they had resources and time that book would be out mm-hmm. so yes heresy might be sidelined but they haven't forgotten about it and i honestly think that the community and the engagement and people just giving so much love and care means that even games workshop setups like hey hold on so people are rushing to buy stuff that's been designed almost a decade ago at the earliest, and it's still ongoing, and people still have like a real hanker to get into it and play it. Because you still see people going like, oh, I'd like to get into the heresy, but it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. It used to be like, oh, well, heresy people are, are, are elitist, and they, they gatekeep me because they keep saying that like Mark Seven armor. That's like saying that people who play Krieg are racist or like Nazis. It's said on the internet, but I have never... I've never ever, through the two decades I've played hobby games and role play games and card games and what have you, and even my dark dredging secret of playing like the like World of Darkness and LARPing and shit, I've never met a more welcoming, friendly community than the Heresy community. I've never seen someone show up like, hey, I, I just want to like play a story and all I got like these uh, Mark Seven guys. I've never seen like someone slap it on and say, like, get the fuck out of it, rookie. People just like welcome, like, well, you should know that in this part of the heresy, they only have like Mark Four, Mark Three, but hey, come over here. You can borrow an army or like, we're welcome. You just roll up and play a game, see if it's for you. Even at Lincom, when like awkward teenagers rolled up and people in fursuits or like excitedly dyed hairs with their parents or legal guardians or polyamorous family showed up and like poking <laughs> Freddy and go like, hey, what's all this? Are you guys like the Nazi club? And he's like, no, this is like the people playing Harris. And like, oh, what's that? Do you know what Warhammer 40k is? No. Okay. Do you know what like toy soldiers are? No. Okay. So you lived under a rock. Well, I'll just show you how to play the Imperial Fist because obviously that's the sort of person you are. Yeah, for, I went there, Henry. No, you were you were making I, I a really good point there. Chris. Lost. Yeah. Everybody's always been welcome, regardless of the level, commitment, and money you had. Like I mentioned, our old club, we had a lot of students. Students are not known for their ability to a stick to find something consecutively, b have a lot of money. We welcomed all kind of conversions, all kind of armies. You don't have a lot of money, 
play Pride of the Legion. Because that's what pretty much everybody did when they got in. They're like, oh, I bought a calf box. I'm going to go Pride of the Legion, maybe get like two HQ choices from, from Forge World. And then you just ballooned. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you're like, oh, okay, so I'm just going to start a new set M4. Because that's what Freddy always told me way back when he started. Like, I want to do this army, but I don't want to commit. And it's like, well, do a set M4. And it's a good tip. You got a Burning a Prospero or whatever. And then you just... You made a stone mortalis force, and it's still like that. Nobody's ever gonna like shit on your ideas or like crush your dreams. You're just gonna be like, hey, this is how we play heresy. Coming in, roll some dice, have some fun. We'll give you advice on how to paint it. But if you're happy with what you have on the table, it's painted, and nobody's gonna give you guff for it. I think that's really fair. And obviously, you know, we heard, you know, the 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 voices of the community, you know, of which you you guys need to be considered. You know, the horror guys, the guys in the states. You know, there there became a responsibility, but but we did hear those voices, and sometimes there was dissenting between various groups, but there always will be. But I think you're you're spot on, Chris. It was at the at the core of it. If you took the internet side of it away, as with so many things, it, it was a very welcoming community. So let me put this to you then: with all everything you've said about right, Freddie, have you heard any yeah. rumours with regards to the rules? Is this going to be a brand new? And uh, that can still mean templates and scatter dice. But is this going to be a brand new edition of the game? Uh, Yes and no. There will be a brand new edition to the game, but it won't be super deviant from what we know about heresy. It'd be like a a 0.5 kind of thing. Yeah, kind of thing. Like you still right. have the the let's you say the skeleton of what we used to will still be there. Uh, what what will happen is they will tweak a lot of uh, the specialist rules and stuff and try to streamline everything. Cool. So, right now we have we have too many extra rules from whatnot. Yeah. And like, uh, and we're kind of going the way Aether did, where we have the same rule. But called with different names mm, for different mm, legions, mm, so it's mm. just going to be like kind of streamlined into together to like where a like you know hatred is hatred and so on. So what do you think with so with the the latest edition of four, the latest edition Age of Sigma, two of the major changes that they've made within the rules uh, or, or within the framework of the game are reducing the size of the table slightly. Not a lot, but but slightly, and generally increasing points or changing the way you build an army to focus on potentially slightly smaller armies, um, and more. I buy this box of miniatures. This is what that squad is, kind of thing. Uh... Do you think we'll see something similar to that? We with, will with see. JK. We will see uh, more of a three-tier sort of thing, where you're going to have kill zone, somatalis, right. and kind of normal age of darkness. Exciting. So, so what? What? Re- remember back in the day, they they have doubled into this previously in Forge World. They have done. Remember that victory's vengeance. Yeah, the best, the best heresy game ever. <laughs> Yeah, where you had like one or two, three, three, five dudes. It was like a skirmish game for heresy. 
And then you had Somatolis. And then you know that Centurion has been a big, 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 big thing. And they have not, not taken a notice about Centurion. Last weekend, though, me and Pella went to. Everyone, even at Fortwell, said, like, oh, I'm collecting this Centurion army. Mm. So, you know, mm. apples, oranges. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were probably looking at a three-level sort of thing. So we're talking about, like, Somatalis, which is going to be, like, small small kind of Necromanda-ish skirmishes. And then you have Centurion, and then you have kind of uh, the normal Age of Darkness, because the Age of Darkness won't disappear. Yeah, and two things on that. The first one is, can we just take a moment to admire how amazing it is that... <laughs> Dive Wars guys and like the Australians who were like penalized and taxed into oblivion of fortress stuff. They sat down and were like, hmm. Oh, be quiet, Chris. The Australians <laughs> haven't bought anything official from Forge World fucking years. Right. You keep, so, you, keep, you, know? you, keep you keep talking, Henry. <laughs> but all I hear is, well, your people should be rather happy we came over there and gave you civilization. What what? Free runs rapid, Mr. Pibbs, and less of the sass. What have y'all have you over the decks, huh? I've been watching a lot of Sharp lately. Oh, uh, so that's what it sounds like. I'm sorry, that. Uh, but also, like, it's so cool that they invented Centurion and it works. Like, everybody's ever said, like, yeah, no, this is a great idea. And it's just a unilaterally amazing idea. And even Fortress says, like, yeah, this is cool. The second one is, like, I remember when I started out, which six years ago, shit, having a Sword Mortalis board was like, <laughs> it was like some sort of unobtainable grail because of the amount of money and time and care it took. And now you can just like go down to your local GW or like to the store and order like free kits of Son Mortalis terrain from the Necromunda, and it's really good. I wish they'd bring back the tiles, but it's easier than ever to just make a standardized STC form of Son Mortalis to play in. And it looks pretty good with a minimum amount of effort. Just ask me, I'm a minimum amount of effort terrain painter. And it works really well. But now back to our colonial overlords. Henry, what's your opinion, Son Mortalis? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I apologize again. I'm just getting excited. You, you know, should apologize for a lot of things. This is my way, largely my way back in. So I'm quite passionate. You can't see, but I'm holding my cap, uh, shuffling my um, feet and looking into the ground. You know, I think, yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, if it's true, Freddie, like if, if what you said there is true, I think that is absolutely fantastic. You know, that, that yes, it's great that they've recognized what... um. Uh, Tim and Michael did with Centurion, and then obviously uh, the guys at Oz Thirty K and Mournival have, have done with with taking that and running with it. But it, it's also, I just I have a lot of faith in specialist games. I don't have a lot of faith in Forge World. I'm afraid I don't. I think I think they've let us down badly over the last so many years, and I don't mean individual people like Anuj, uh, you know, or any of the guys that actually are working on the books. I think the management has really let us down over the last, let's say, five, since Alan's passing, and probably before, to even put us in a situation where one person's passing could have such a detrimental effect to a, to a game system. You yeah, know, I mean, it's, remember, it's, remember the previous CEO whose entire like business model was we don't sell rules, we sell models, and he just gutted Horace Heresy because he didn't think it was profitable. Right. So, yeah, so we've, we've seen all these, you know, things, these relatively negative things from that point of view. But I, I really feel that specialist games are, they, they've got their head screws on everything they're producing, the good standard. And some of it, in my opinion, has been really good. Um, it's been yeah. very enjoyable to play, very enjoyable to collect. 
you know, the, the, as I said before, the communication's been good. All that's on me. I mean, to to give Forge World a little credit, the last few kits that I have ordered, so the last few Titanicus releases, like the Volcano Cannon and the the Volkites, they've been very good casts. You know that I haven't had to send them back, um, which is great. You know the fact that I even have to say that is a bit shit, but you know I. I, I, I I'm by no means a fanboy, but equally by no means, you know, if someone does something well, you should praise them for it. If they do something poorly, you should vilify them for it. That's how the internet works, right? Um, <laughs> so, well, the second but, yeah, part is... You know, Too Long didn't read. I'm very excited. I think if if it is Ooh. true, the three ways to play, Zone Mortalis, Centurion, Age of Darkness from Specialist Games, I'm all in, man. That's That's, that's how you do it. You know, I I, well, I I haven't played anything but Zone Mortal for fuck years, well, years and well, years. Or obviously, it will be called by different names, but yeah, you, but you, maybe, like maybe not, history. dude. Maybe not. You know. Well, I I, I that's the other why, thing. Exactly. I why would they change name on that? Because uh, everyone knows what it is. Yeah. You start with a Zomotalis or a Centurion, you're like infantry, you build more Centurions, you want big games, you got Age of Darkness. And they seem pretty Everyone respectful. knows that. Don't they? No, the new name is Games Workshop Copyright presents Tunnel of Wars Copyrights. <laughs> a grim dark game conducted. No, but 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 uh, <laughs> if I just go back to like the background story a little bit, uh, if you indulge me. Uh, the thing is this has kind of been on. Uh, it's been an ongoing talk at Forgeville. Like, really, what are they going to do after Alan's passing? Like you said, Henry, they kind of lost their direction. It's been like a shit shit show for the last couple of years, like you said. Uh, not really detrimental to the guys at the studio. It's just because they lost a massive leader, a driver, a figurehead. Someone that moved the entire fucking system forward. Uh, so this, uh, after now, they kind of landed and they had to do a, a strategy. What are they going to do about Horus Heresy? And what we've seen now is that they created specialist games and they decided that, well, we can't have Horus Heresy. They've already started by having the Weekender, having a specialist and Horus Heresy Weekender. Remember, it became like a fucking uproar. But I think. As they've gone on, the entire plan has been to port over Horus Heresy to specialist game and have like, you know, a consistent release schedule supported as its own as its own game because they don't have enough resources mm. to be to be its own game on the sideline. It needs to either be part of specialist games or not. Yeah, so, that's probably true. And, and the the thing is that they they have kind of pushed this little bit forward how to release this on the community because you know we are conservative as fuck right we don't like change isn't that right henry <laughs> fuck change <laughs> uh, but fuck change. They, yeah but they saw so they did adeptus titanicus as part of the horus heresy released yep. that into yep. specialist game that was a trial run see if they could port over horse heresy to specialist games and not lose a lot of the fan base that they have because it compared to normal mainstream uh, games workshop games necromanda and so on 
has a lot, a lot of, I, I think the last statistics that they showed was that 70% that play Blood Bowl or Necromunda aren't new players. Mm-hmm. It's the old ones that were there and they have the cash. And that's important, Freddie, what you're saying there, because here is a player generally, and the specialist games players generally are these uh, old fuckers like we do. We started with second edition or earlier. We had it first, the uh, Necromanda box. We had those horrendous lead miniatures that we scavenger eBay for, but actually look kind of bad. <laughs> but we're adult. We have a uh, have jobs, uh, in, uh, income, and we buy this stuff because we like it. We're comparing to perhaps a new. Um, I don't want to offend anyone here, but uh, perhaps a new player in 4K or Age of Sigma, for example, don't have that uh, tradition or the or what do you have to say? emotional uh, investment in the in the setting or yeah. in the game and there are rumors that you, they are working are on some kind of old world in warhammer fantasy and i think that this is a, it's the same background they have seen what these uh, harris players old 40k players they are 40 50 years old now and and they they want this person with great income to play fantasy again mm. and prepare to pay a little extra for the for the effort yeah. because yeah, they gonna... are these games are more expensive by the by the miniature than uh, 40k or age of Sigmar. Mm. i presume you're yeah. right man you're right it's, that was uh, yeah just every, everything you said then it, it makes sense and it makes sense from a business point you know why why give someone a reason to go to another company? You know, yeah. oh, I miss I miss Warhammer Fantasy. Oh, have you heard of Kings of War? Any of these other knockoff, slightly shitter versions of Warhammer Fantasy? Yeah, but these players want you know, Warhammer Fantasy, yeah, or so they're prepared to them. pay more yeah. than hundred percent play that mm. game. They're pay, prepared to pay hundred and ten. I mean, inherently, and I know I don't know about you, Henry, but I know that both me, Freddie, and Pelle, we sort of have the same vocational training and the same sort of like business-minded work experience, and that's about as deep as go into that because you don't <laughs> talk work in your hobby. But I have always condemned Games Age of Sigmar as a launch. I have never once condemned Games Workshop's business acumen when it came to launching it, because at the end of Warhammer Fantasy Battles, which I dearly love. They needed a way to bring in new players. And that's what Game Workshop has always been into. They're digging into new sectors, new marketing vectors, a way to approach that disposable income from getting in new players. With Necromunda, like like Pella said very eruditely and very succinctly in a great way, like it was short and to the point. I can't do that. I wish I could. Yeah, the me people, too. Yeah, the people with money, like old money, the people who are locked into masochism tango, because I checked out Necromanda Scums recently too, and I play a lot of like sixth edition Warhammer Fantasy Ballast, and some of those are really, really wonky casts. I love them and they're nostalgic, but we have disposable income, we have the hobby time, and we're sort of like not conditioned, but we've accepted the way that Games Workshop manages in. So now they're turning away from just bringing new people into the stores all the time, which is 
unsustainable, both from a marketing as well as a sector management way. You can't lock up 100% of this business because they've closed down a lot of brick and mortar and they've locked down the venues they can sell it in friendly local game stores. As everybody knows, Games Workshop has a limited amount of kits they sell out of their store. They're really pushing their online portal away. And I mean, that's a way to approach business. Now they need people who have money, have been dedicated, and who don't play games as often anymore to just buy up stuff and play with their other friends and be inherent branded ambassadors. Just buy their stuff and play it. And the heresy community, like the Warhammer Fantasy Battles community, as well as Blood Bowl and Necromunda, has been self-sustainable for a long time. I honestly think that the Blood Bowl explosion which led into Necromunda, which has, I... I assume, I might be wrong here, somebody can please correct me, I'd love to be corrected on a point. It has gone way beyond any initial projections Games Workshop had. I think this success has genuinely surprised them. Why do I say oh, well, that? With Blood Bowl? Oh, and Necromunda. Oh, Necromunda. Necromunda. Yeah. They released three books in one year. That's unheard of for one of the recently developed IPs. I remember like showing Fred and Pele when we went from Lincoln, like, oh yeah, like this is the latest book. This is like Book of Perils, and it's Carl Jericho. And Fred was like, Carl Jericho, I know who the fuck that is. Are they walking in the ash wastes now? What? I'm like, no, no, no road wars yet. It's like, that's fucking shit, mate. <laughs> that's not how that's not how Freddy well, sounds, but he sounds but you're onto something there perhaps Blood Bowl was a test yeah, yeah I think so. if we would uh, accept it and, and we and it did it. Uh, ab- yeah. absolutely and it's, I think the reason we got it in plastic yeah. is and Blood they Bowl, really yeah. pushed the envelope with Titanicus and Imperial Aeronautica because they knew the pushback was going to be like oh is this epic and they said no this is mm. not epic mm. and it still sold incredibly it's three years ago but it's not too hard to remember when the Grandmaster box came out. It's not like now. They didn't make a limited run. They printed as many as possible, and they still sold out the Grandmaster box in two days. Mm-hmm. It's not like the current you know, fear of missing out. Oh, we're only making like 1,800 Curse City prints. I'm not getting into that debacle. Mm-hmm. Maybe Henry can explain it in my day how you run out of trees in China. But still, <laughs> they released as many as they possibly could, and it still sold out. They released as many Necromunda boxes as possibly, and people bought it. And I want to remind you, all you got was an Escher gang and a Goliath gang. And to the newer game, you're like, why are these like super muscly, vaguely erotic Tom of Finland-like dudes fighting these like acid drag queens wearing mm. 80s fashions? Mm. But they sold out too. And they released two books and everybody bought it. They released five gang wars and everybody bought it. And we even knew toward the end of the life cycle, this is going to get replaced. And it's all the gangbusters. They have it because it's win. fun though, right? Because, yes. because, because you... And this is what I thought with Titanicus, worked. right? Oh, I'm I'm buying these books every so many months. They're not brilliant, but they're good enough. I know I'm going to get them as an omnibus at some point. It doesn't matter, right? Because a part of this hobby is collecting, right? It's 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 getting a release. It's looking forward to the next release, and that's one thing that has absolutely killed Heresy dead, isn't it? Yeah, the lack of releases. We haven't had releases, so we haven't had things to get excited about. And Games um, Workshop realized that they had struck pay dirt. Like, they, they now interact way more with community again. They started up gently after closing down, like, the forums and stuff. And they now realize that, A, listening to the community, B, releasing older games, C, focusing on our more seasoned, like, participating older generation equals three large dollar signs on a bag full of money that we can roll around in. And they're not blind to that. I mean, mm-hmm. I've not met anyone who's engaged with the Games Workshop semi-regularly on more than two years who will ever say that they're bad at business. We might not enjoy those business practices. We might not consider them 
optimal, but nobody ever said Games Workshop are not good at getting money. And I think that's going to really give a shot in the arm to Heresy, because if anything, and I think we can all attest to it, we buy stuff. Like Heresy shit, I buy a lot of Heresy shit. Yeah, but it's a reason to be confident, I think, as well, you know, trying trying to look for the positives here, right? It's, it's all too easy to, to bash everything that's happened, quite rightly. But perhaps perhaps it's okay in a way you know that that i i feel confident that specialist games will treat heresy with respect will treat it with loads of love and as you said chris they they are as a company as a whole they are open to the community now you know we're we're going to see on the warhammer community side you know, we already see Necromunda articles. We've already seen a few heresy ones, but we can expect to be seeing at least once a month some great heresy hobbyist, not someone who runs a fucking studio or a podcast or whatever like that, but but just just people that are fans, are hobbyists, like we used to occasionally see in white. We're going to start seeing that on Warhammer community as well. You know, this is you know so and so's new themed Emperor's Children. Are, you know this, and it's all of that just makes me. It, it makes me confident that this is the 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 genuinely the new era and that's what i wanted to ask you three really about uh, when we were chatting earlier is how do you feel about if effectively this being new heresy do like i, I know how i feel about it but like <laughs> it's a 10 year old game man 10 11 year old game whatever it is now is it time for not a fresh start necessarily, but a really good, you know, second chapter kind of thing. You know, do you do you want it to be like that, or do you just want it to be like it used to be? I'm or are you excited. I mean, I'm you shouldn't fix it if it's not broken. And you have you you can do some things with the rules, some updates, streamlining, etc. That don't change core of the game. Mm. Apparently, people do want to play uh, 30k, 40k in this kind of way and not the Knight Edition's way, mm. apparently. So, sure, they can streamline it, they can update it. Uh, it's not perfect, of course, but mm. not, don't change the core game. Do not do that. Okay, so take us. All right, so, let's, uh, so I think we've probably most of us can agree on the side of it's it's fun it's fun that heresy has different rules to 40k right choice yes. choice is a good thing right it's it's you know it means that you can play beer and pretzels sci-fi game and you can play very very granular av values right? forever you know and that that's rad so that side's got so but how do you feel about potentially the models being a new aesthetic you know be that they're all going to be CAD. They have been for a long time now. Anyway, but they're all going to be CAD. You know, they're all, by the looks of things, going to be a larger, slightly larger scale than we've seen before. You know, the the artwork, the the way the books go. We're not going to get black books again. That's it. Black books are done, man. I'm I'm sure of it. You know, it's it's going to be. We, we we can assume it's going to be like the Necromunda of Titanicus books, right? So all um, of these sorts of things. Is this? Are you excited about that, or are you nervous about that? What's the 
What's the feeling? I think, uh, I think uh, it's uh, in between. For, first of all, if you look at the scale thing, historically, the scale has always increased a little bit, right? Yeah. We've noticed that all the time. Uh, say, I remember the outrage when we got the fucking Mark IVs in plastic, and they were so much bigger than the fucking Mark IV in resin. And obviously, if you're standing next to each other, you can see, and you really put out your fucking ruler, you can see, ah, oh, it's a fucking difference. Yeah, I can see there's like uh, three millimeters here, and uh, the shoulder legs are here. And But if you have an entire fucking squad, you can't see a fucking difference. Then we keep forgetting in the fluff that Marines are fucking different sizes. All the fucking, like, even in Horus Rising, you have, like, Targaryen. He's big and fucking tall. You have that other guy. He's not that tall. You know, uh, what is called, like, the... Uh, what is it called? Mini Horus. Little Horus, right? Yeah, Little Horus, yeah. like, yeah, X-Man. He's small. Like, what the fuck? So, so we're all asking that all, all Marines are going to be, like, five foot seven or whatever. You know, they're all going to be the same height. I don't think so. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. I, I mixed all my my stuff from like really old forge rope with the plastic and stuff. And on the tabletop, you can't see that much difference. And and considering the information is that they are not going to be that much larger than the Mark IV or the Mark III plastic. But if you look at the old heresy, the Beaky Marines are always a little bit taller. I don't know, like I have the Forge World uh, guys in front of me, and if I have a Forge World Beaky Marine, a Mark IV, and a Mark III, and a Mark II, the Beaky Marine is slightly taller, just because it has thinner armor, and it's a little bit, you know, a little bit taller, due to, like, shoulder plates and stuff. So yeah. I, I don't think, like, everyone's obsession with size, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. Same with the new, like you said, Henry, like the Chaos Marines. If you put, like, Two or three Chaos Marines in your Heresy army, would you see a fucking difference, really? Like in the blob on the battlefield, on your tabletop? No, you wouldn't. That's the same uh, argumental reasoning in every war game, no matter the scale. You can go 50 millimeter World War II and argue that this is not true 50 millimeter. Look at that, it's like one millimeter taller than that one. Yeah. Well, fuck people that. are I, I, not exactly the same size, and yeah. on the battlefield, you won't notice it. No, exactly. And you will be drunk anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> that's true. That's for our event. So I don't think that's going to be a, a big issue. Uh, the black books about being dead or not, what I've heard, we probably get another black book. After that, not so fucking sure. But the way of how it's going, I think it's going to be more campaign books after we get book 10. Just like you said, Henry, more like uh, Titanicus-esque kind of campaign books where they, they will pick certain areas and a little campaign and they have little bits and bobs about that. But the Black Boots aren't completely dead yet because there's enough material to at least do another Black Book. Mm. What Which will be in that one? Dark Mechanicum? I was going to say Mars, Schism of Mars or something? Yeah, Schism of Mars and, and a lot of other shit going on there. But that, that's for another rumor episode, I guess. Talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. Dark yeah. Mechanicum is the only thing missing right now. Uh, 
but I, I think uh, we won't see the last of the black books. And as for the rules, heresy needs to be. Everyone agrees that it wouldn't be this many homebrewed rules floating around the community if the main rule set didn't need to be updates. Not just the actual rule set, but actually the Legion book, the army books, and so on. Like that, that like I said before, the skeleton is sound. It's just the meaty bits that needs to be kind of sorted out. And so I, I think that with with the FAQs, and we haven't seen an FAQ for ages, we have seen so many homebrew shit, we're probably going to see a new version of the Heresy Rules. But it won't like be a game changer. Like, oh, fuck, I can't have my 10-man squad. You know, it's all shit. I can't do my, my Pride of Legion, or I can't run this Rite of War. It's all shit. All my black books are fucked. We're going to send, send it into the bin. No, 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 that, but yeah. exactly my point. Don't, don't think of it, but don't. So, I did. I wasn't trying to get at the idea of saying, "Oh, it's oh, her- dead." Is such a loaded word in our community. <laughs> um, it's, it's what I'm saying is, is uh, and perhaps obviously this is coloured by my my own opinions on things, but I would be okay if Heresy First Edition was done, right? Do you have the back, the black book collection? You have the book, just like I. If I was to choose to go and play Warhammer Fantasy, I would choose to go and play either fourth edition or sixth edition. But I could go yeah. and play eight editions of the game if I wanted to. They're still there. I can still go and buy models. You know, the 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 rules exist. The books exist. The background hasn't changed, right? So the another background for the Heresy is going to be exactly. The same. But is it is it time to say it first edition? is done yeah 11 fucking years later we're ready for second edition you know and and it may not be you know it may be more of a, what was 40k was it fifth to sixth was quite sort of minor I'm trying to remember there was one of the editions where it was a real sort of really almost felt just like sort of tweaks and faqs almost added in but it but it heralded the beginning of a new a new way of playing it you know a new round of you know, a new, uh, you know, the the new plastic Orc Boys kit, the new Space Marine Tactical Squad, that kind of thing. I feel like, I feel like we're ready for that now for Heresy. Let's let's yeah. see the new, the new versions of stuff. That they don't have to be a million miles from the, old, but the old versions are ten years old now, and we're we're in a place where we have better technology, we have great artists. And and I genuinely think specialist games in specialist games we have a we have a company that's going to treat this game the way it deserves to be treated, not what I felt Forge World did, which was largely on the whole, just fucking take us for as much money as they could get off. Now um, I'm gonna answer yeah. Henry's question. I'm gonna say cautiously optimistic, because as somebody who literally started up a podcast with friends about a gaming system that started 20 years ago in 2001 living in the past is my jam it's my bread and butter it's the mother's milk upon which i was weaned into the wider man child i am today and i'm gonna tell you cautiously optimistic because yes i want harris to remain the way it's always been you know that sacred enshrined way of playing fifth edition sixth edition the seventh edition without formations And like having centurions who were completely utterly worthless but you still took them because damn it is in lore I 
I want more black books. I'm not ready to give up my collection because I, I really love these black books. If we don't get them, I can live with that. If we get like the same rule set, that's fine. We can always create more war zones on ourselves. We can always like self-edit the rules. And I think they, I think Forgeville knows and acknowledges that if they move into ninth edition, they're just basically cutting their arm off to spite their other arm because people will keep playing seventh edition rules for heresy. They're aware of this. They're self-aware of. I look forward to new releases, regardless of what they are. Worst case scenario, you just won't get them. But I still buy like decals and stuff for armies I don't have yet because decals and upgrade kits are stuff I enjoy regardless. I'll use them for Shatter Legions or like for other stuff. Pro tip, the Night Lord's upgrade head works with a lot of other different legions, just like the Death Guard upgrade heads and like the Iron Warriors torsos. They're great for kit bashing. The larger scale concerns me because I don't think they're going to do more like shoulder pads or heads or chests. They're just going to do like monopose characters or like dedicated sergeants. Is that where we're getting Saltar bits? Is that where we're getting Argyltal? Because they're moving away from unit upgrade stuff just over the characters. I mean, I think so. I really wish I was wrong. I, I really hope we're going to get more like weapon upgrade kits like Mark II close combat kits or like shoulder. Well, dude, and... you, you say that, dude, but look at, again, look at Necromunda, and we have to, right? Like, I'm also aware that this oh, quick, oh, quick show has now gone on for two hours. But, but like, you know, <laughs> as, as you were saying, like, we've, we've just got the Escher and I think Goliath yeah, upgrades in plastic, right? You know, that's that's pretty big. So yeah, if perhaps they change launch, the scale, we don't. Yeah, but, ah, but I wouldn't worry. No, no, no. If they change the scale, if they, they change, change scale. yeah, no, no, it's not, it's not as simple as that, dude. Because it's even Primaris, right? Who are uh, shit. We, we say scale, and we don't always necessarily mean scale, right? But the the Primaris are they are a slightly larger scale than a than a normal marine, but they are also larger than a normal. Even if those, even if they were both sculpted at the same scale right they they are they are a larger mass you know but the helmets and the shoulder pads are exactly the same sizes the the chaos space perhaps chaos space ring better analogy the it, it's it's just slightly better proportioned you know it's it's given that the legs have a slightly better proportion they aren't as wide apart you know, the, the Marines are slightly more upright. They have a little bit more in the abdominal region. They've got a bit more size there. You know, it's, it's not just cutting the shins off and giving them four foot long shins. You know, they are they are just appropriately proportioned models. The heads and the shoulder pads are identical because they were always fine. That was never the issue with the models. Now, yes, the torsos might well be, Chris, and that's fine. But do you know what? Out of all the upgrade shit, I could, I could, I could live with that if it meant further down the line we got, you know, new resins or whatever for for a special unit because we just do what we did in the past with, you know, we we when Heresy first started, we didn't have torso upgrades necessarily for, we usually had a a special unit release right, so be that the Iron Hands Mark Three or the um, Palatine Blades or or anything like that, you know, you you cut things up here and there, you could make a sergeant. More you can make whatever but shoulder pads and helmets that's doable that's not that's not a big investment you know that's not no. a, 
a thing to do, right? But to me, I think the problem is that when Heresy started out, I remember like all these like good Bell of Lost Souls articles way back in like the mists of time. We're like, hey, this is how you convert your own like Mark II, Mark III out of Mark VII Marines. <laughs> the problem is Games Workshop knows that now if they don't release like torso upgrade stuff, someone's going to do the STL and get 3D printed for like yes. pennies on a dollar. Yeah. And either they lean into that, they just go like, we're not going to do any torsos. We have the heads and the shoulders, that's going to be enough. And then the community is going to fill that blank. I have no problem with that. My concern is they're going to go like monopose. Now, to be fair to Games Workshop, which I, I'm usually not, I'm the first one to do that. And even when I'm optimistic and look like, it could sound like I'm ragging on them, which I'm not. I'm generally like pretty positive, <laughs> even though I don't sound it. I, I know that. <laughs> I'm a Swedish, okay? Like the difficulty of living and breathing fills me with ennui. You guys in the West couldn't possibly understand. So... Ingmar Bergman is like a comedy to us. The thing is, I think they've moved away from Monopose a fair bit. When they released like the first edition, second edition, Age of Sigmar, and like Indomitus and all like the 40k stuff, all of it was Monopose. They've stopped doing as much Monopose as they did for a while, and that gives me a bit more hope for the Heresy Kids. If you haven't played 40k for a while, in the beginning, when they rebooted 8th ed, 9th ed, pretty much everything was a monopose. The joke about Primaris Lieutenants was because it was so easy to do, they pushed out a new one like every week with new rules, everybody bought it. And all of them were monopose. You could like possibly change a head or an arm, but it was pretty locked in because the legs were molded to the body and the arm was molded onto one side too. Like the empty shell you built a torso with and a second that player will know what I mean. The arm was in there and one leg was. So it's like hell to convert. They're moving away from that now because everything they put out in the launch box, which would be released as individual kits later on, is multi-post now in individual kits. So obviously they know how to do that. So I I really think it's going to be multi-post. And also they know the Harris community loves multi-post. We're way more about having differentiation in the basic units than you do in 40k. Because in 40k, if you play that now, you should know that the, the troop list is like 25 units. You have like scouts, and then you have primary scouts, and then you have primary scout snipers, and then you have like primary scout snipers with a rocket launcher, and these are different units. It's not like in 30k where you have like scouts in recon armor with shotguns or sniper rifles or a heavy weapon. So I think they'll acknowledge that, and I really hope they're going to roll with it. And I think they will. Like Games Workshop does a lot of stuff right. When they do stuff wrong, we tell them. But on every occasion, they do do stuff good too. What I'm really hoping for down the line is a plastic lightning. So just wish listing. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Henry, if you can have any kit in plastic, which one would it be? 20 words or less. Assault Marines. Fucking awesome. Mark? Uh, five. Ooh, a connoisseur. Oh, that's brutal. It's my favorite mark of armor. What about There's you, the armor all the way. Pelle. Yeah, no, Henry said the Salt Marines, so I have to say something else, so perhaps go for Speeders or Leviathans. Oh, yeah, the Leviathan, good choice, because they've released a lot of Leviathans. Yeah, or different Speeders. Oh, good. What about you, Freddy? perhaps. <laughs> yeah. mm, breachers. Whoa, excellent choice, sir. Easy, and that should be easy with just a fucking upgrade kit to the Mark Three, dudes. Yeah, uh, dude, I think we're gonna see more. I, I genuinely do. I'm so massively confident. If, if if this box is plastic, it is going specialist games. It is what Freddie has said. This time next year, we, we'll have had the next wave, which will, I assume, be 
oh, let's say, maybe it'll be a Mark II assault. You know, but that's great. Right? Do you know? And, and then, Mark, and then, yeah. and then in, in, the, in the autumn, you might get uh, the Bullock Pattern jet bike. You know, if by the end of next year, that's all we fucking had, I'm okay, <laughs> right? I can live with that because we've still got all the stuff we sort of, well, all the stuff that's come out in the last few years and we'll have got the new box. But more importantly, we're going to have vibrant community again. And by that, I, I'm not doing any disservice to the communities that have kept going. But I think by the very nature of it, they've become a little more insular. They've become a little more cliquey because when you feel like everything's against you and that's how it's been made to feel something, you become more like, right? So hopefully what we're going to see is just what those of us that were there when it really exploded, you know, sort of two or three years in when it was clearly, you are fucking making a heresy game. These aren't just for Badab. What the hell's going on? You know, don't do this. Don't you dare tease me. And don't you do, you know, and then boom, it exploded. And we, we all met each other. We you met this like-minded group of gamers. It, it, that's what I'm excited about happening. You know, and that's where I genuinely think we could be in 12 months time. A ton of new people, a ton of new artists. It's going to push those of us that have been in the in the community for a long time to to get better, you know, to be better community organizers, to be better painters, to be better modelers, to, you know, you know, for people like Eric to be better, Eric and Bjorn to be better cut throat <laughs> motherfuckers. You know, it's 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 so exciting. And maybe we'll get some cool plastic kits too. <laughs> well, do, you, do we have a release date or a guess at least? I mean, we have a, we have a guesstimate. Yeah. We have a guesstimate yeah. around Christmas. Of right. course. I've got a question. Do you guys think we'll ever see Mechanicum stuff in plastic? Yes. Absolutely. Do you think. Solar Auxilia is a better question. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. That is Solar. a better question. What they should do is take the Solar Auxilia sculpts and they should like release them as either Jupiter troops or like uh, the Vaunted 77. And you'll say, these are not just the Solar Auxilia, these are the elite infantry fighting force. Because then if you take off, if, like if you file off uh, the register number, you can just use them for anything. Put them into 40K, 40K as well. Make them a faction. Just sell gangbusters. Well, I mean, it's not solar, but I mean, the if we if we look at what's happened with the orcs in 40k, where they have they've not just got new um, like brand new models, they've also got an updated troops kit. You know, I the Imperial Guard cannot be far away, right? They they will occur in this cycle. That's really exciting for us too, for us militia players, right? Because yeah, us you know, kids are like twenty years old, exactly, and and they're they're just they're not quite the style right they're they're just not they're, they're, no. that's 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 old and i don't even think they're a they're a modern 40k style really you know i i could i would i would i suspect we're much more likely to see a french coat style great coat style model um which of course all of a sudden were <laughs> you know <laughs> both of these both of these games um so there's you know there's that to look for as well Oh, it's going to be good, man. It's going yeah, to be so it's going to be awesome. I'm psyched. <laughs> it's, 
And also, just to like yeah. wheel around something Henry said that like how 30k community can be a bit insular, like they're super welcoming, but I feel I have to point this out. And maybe I'm being the devil's advocate here for like insular people in trench coat who smell of French fries and has Dungeons and Dragons ironic t shirts and like custom dice. But I used to play in a club with 40k and I've played like random games of 40k and 30k. And you will get people from 40k who will get the fuck up in your business just telling you how 30k is bad or wrong or how you're not matching armor marks. And that shit is testing you, man. That's like, why? Stop why? hanging with those people. I haven't yeah, told no, you. but like when you play random games that you come up and like, oh, did you know that by playing 40k you're actually supporting a dead system? Like, get the just, fuck out. Just, just, just start. There's, there's... There's cunts that play 30k, there's cunts that play 40k, there's cunts that play Age of Sigmar, and there's also awesome people that play all of it. So, so just don't don't worry about that, right? That's something we have... We, we, yeah, that's not something this plastic box is going to change, right? <laughs> that is, that is going to exist forever, you know? But we can at least meet them with our box of plastic Mark VI. Yeah, that, yeah you know? that thing would have a lot of weight to it, so it's a good bludgeon. Yeah. And if that, yeah, if that pillowcase full of stuff that I beat you with before wasn't heavy enough, just think of all those resin Spartan people are going to be getting rid of now. It's, it's I just be... chuck them in there, you know, you'll bruise like, like a peach. It's like, it's like a freaking infomercial. Huh, beating up this guy who's eavesdropping on my business proposal is actually not that efficient. If only I had something better to hit him with. And Freddy's like, yeah, mate, I got you covered. It's a new 30k box up, mate. And you just keep beating him like, wow. This is better. He's actually unconscious, and I can now take his wallet and repatriate my funds. Yeah, it's a fucking shiny, ain't it? That's Again, actually flawless, flawless impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, almost, almost flawless. I'm gonna get shanked by an angry, angry uh, Australian. Probably. We're, we're gonna, in, we're in gonna start winding down. <laughs> All right, boys, girls. It's been super enjoyable, but. What can we what can we summarize this rant like in some few pointers or not? Box good, community strong, apes together strong. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that was good. Good work from you, Christopher. Mm. But regardless of what's going on, obviously we everyone knows it's going to be a change, sort of like that Bob Dylan song "Change uh, Coming," um, but. I, for one, think it's going to be super positive. I know Henry just voiced it for the last, like, fucking hour. It's going to be super positive. Sorry. And I, I know, I know Pelle thinks it's positive, and I know Christopher thinks it's positive. I'm a really positive guy to begin with, so yes. this is going to be good. And, I'm, not, and, I'm not allowed to think in general, so it's going to be great. Yeah. And, like, who, what do we really care if, if it's uh, Horus Heresy's standalone or if it's part of specialist games or whatever like it's that's really gonna bother us all we want to see once again is like some sort of scheduled releases for our game that we love and fucking have a massive passion on and if that happens on the specialist game hat who cares as long as heresy lives that's all we care about i think i think that is a good way to kind of end this segment what do you guys think totally agree well yeah, said. Thank fuck. Because <laughs> I'm running out of beer. Uh, so, I guess, are we going to jump straight into our end 
end part, or are we gonna? Yes, this will be the end, my friend. Oh, I thought uh, we were about to move on to new releases now, right? So that's that's. that's <laughs> the intro. Have, have, have you seen this plastic friend. pictures? So, so we're yeah. in the intro. Are you we still won, in the intro? Yeah, you wound me up now, man. I've been I've been sat on this talking to my into a fucking microphone and a webcam for eighteen months hey, now. What is... you what you sit on while talking to a microphone and recording <laughs> yourself is none of my damn business. But if you yeah. want to talk about new Forge World releases, yeah, let's go for it. We're gonna talk about that the the mother of all gold warbacks later on, I guess. Maybe not on this episode, but it's uh, fucking stunning, and I think everyone agrees it was fucking stunning. Do right? you guys think there's going to be an altered hand with a, with a custodus halberd? For Urgul's Hall, I think that you could easily convert it. So I don't, I don't think they're going to do an altered sculpt. That's my five cents. Yeah, I don't really care. I think it's, I think it's a cool model. Um, not, oh no, now I'm going to sound really negative. I, I am. I true. I don't give a shit. Like I feel like. The excitement over Saul Tarvitz, Argyll Tal, you know, those characters that were everything 10 fucking years ago, right? That's when we would have been excited to see them, right? That's me just being a tiny bit salty with that now, okay? Um, I, I would be more excited to see what Legion, like those Imperial Fist Praetors we saw, the sneak peek of. Oh, you nobody know, cares. what's nobody the next Legion? You know, well, all right, yeah, but what Legion's coming next? That's more exciting right, to me. Well, I mean, um, if we look at it, who hasn't had shit released? I mean, the Emperor's Children and the Word. All Legion have. Loads yeah. of them, dude. Loads of them. There's only a handful, right? Yeah, I mean, Dark Angels has Praetors, Night Lord has Praetors, the Imperial Fist has that unique upgrade kit. Don't forget about it. What do you, what do you want about? Uh, the Imperial uh, I, Fist, they had an upgrade yeah. kit like way back in the day, which was a unique upgrade kit to them. You know, everybody has has a lot. And unfortunately, upgrade that's upgrade sold out before. now, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's still in the shop. It exists. You can't buy it. But yeah, uh, Argyll Tau yeah. looks great, and he's a fantastic character, and I'm really pleased. So and I think what, it looks really well done. What would you want for Imperial Fist? Would you want like Huskars or? I, I'm sure. I I wondered if that new plastic character might be. Archimus. Is it Archimus? Yeah, it is Archimus, isn't it? Head of the Huskulls. Yeah. Um, this I, isn't I thought, a dig, but I honestly wouldn't know. I think Praetorian Adorn, one of the one of my favourite heresy books, man. The uh, Archimus is the the sort of third the third head of the that. trident of of Dawn, uh, along have... alongside Siggy and Polly. I haven't read that. That's very so enjoyable. It was a while ago. I don't remember that. I would like to see uh, Empress Children Leviathan and Empress Children Praetor. I would like to see fucking Iron Hands, Moloch Terminators. Mm. That's it. Mm. Some new Death Guard, perhaps. What's a while ago? No, fuck, fuck them. I <laughs> think I you think don't want to fuck a Death Guard. <laughs> can we do a bit of wish listing then? Can we? Is this? Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. This no, is no, not, not just... in the world can save you then. Oh, I think Ooh. I think maybe we need some more word bearers, unique characters. Do a band, uh, a new Erebus. Um, do you maybe. mean a second and updated no, 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 version, yes, yeah. or they are moving to Terra no, no, so and as they it, are becoming more corrupted? Yeah. No. Second edition of the character, not like you know, Angron as a demon or Alfarius model. They should mirror the cat sculpt. <laughs> they should pull the box, re-release it, and mark it up fifteen percent and say it's an Omega sculpt. <laughs> genius or not? <laughs> it's pure genius. <laughs> All right. 
Well, lads, before we kind of fucking go down another rabbit hole, <laughs> and before this episode becomes like eternally long, I guess. <laughs> again, I guess it's uh, about time we fucking hit uh, end notes, right? Yes. Do we have any yes. events coming up? It has nothing to do with me running out of alcohol. At all. Or batteries. No. Yeah. Or do batteries. we have any events upcoming, Freddy? Yes, we do. We have Scandus. What's going to happen there? Uh, well, it's going to be the 2nd and 3rd of October, and we're going to run uh, the same kind of setup that we did last year, except that we're all going to be in one location now, because thank fuck Corona is over. No, uh, the Delta version is killing everyone. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, mate. Uh, anyway, so we're going to have heaps of plays. We're still going to have it, uh, three tiers and stuff. Uh, just stay tuned for the play pack. It's going to be a two-day event. And it's going to be fucking amazing. Where's it going to be held? Do we know in, that? Yeah, it's going to be outside of Stockholm in a little fucking town called Grillby. The, the rumor is that we have built this place solely for the need of the experienced heresy player. The entire village. Entire village. <laughs> uh, the people there are hired extras who will gladly play a game with you, but kindly treat them with respect Ooh. and don't forget to tip the locals. There's no <laughs> alcohol except outside of the venue because we have bought all the alcohol around it, effectively making a dry county except for the Heresy Villa. And for people coming from overseas, Grillby in English is Barbecue Village. <laughs> Could you say that with like 25% more Australian? No, not right there. Barbecue Village, mate. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. And and uh, on the practical side, it's like 20 minutes outside of Stockholm or something like that. And uh, So Chris is... won't be making. <laughs> no, I won't make it. Well, Pelle, I'm going in a car with you, aren't I? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I guess. Uh, that being said, Freddie, if I'm coming from out of town or from out of the country, will there yep. be possibility of sleeping in this venue? Yes, there will be. There's an upstairs apartment where you can sleep, uh, and like uh, we will organize some uh, mattresses or beds and whatnot for you, you guys that need accommodation. Otherwise, you just fucking get a hotel, like adults, like a grown up. Like you know, no, no. But you, you can, you will be uh, able to sleep at the venue. And actually, this is finally a venue where you're allowed to sleep over in it. So there you go. So the local cops won't come and drag you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are there more stuff coming up? Uh, well, after that, we have BSK during uh, Halloween. Or yes. Whatever. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be in Baras. And it, I think from memory, it's going to be you need to play uh, 1,000 points of Mortalis or 2,500 points Age of Darkness. Yes, the weekend and week for the four. I don't remember the dates. Yeah, which is going to be fucking awesome. I'll be there. Me too, as usual. Yeah, always. And you drive this time. Yes, they are. No, No, Christopher is going to (laughs) drive. Okay, sure. (laughs) Hope you don't want insurance or anything. (laughs) It's going to be my problem. I'm pretty sure I can figure out how a car runs. It can't be that hard. Oh my god. Anyway, Sweet. I think that's that's all about events, right? At least uh, for this year. Next, next year yeah. is gonna... What about the Danes, oh. Freddy? Oh, sorry, Nerdcon. 
NerdCon is going to be on the what's called like the weekend on 23rd and 24th of October down in Copenhagen, which is basically it's going to be a Raltech extraordinary event. So if you're going to Denmark, hit that shit up. And we do have a we do have a UK Heresy uh, event as well. Uh, we got yeah. our first independent Heresy weekender, uh, September third, fourth, fifth, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's being put on by Greetings from the War uh, and my company Cold Paint. Um, and it's you got Heresy Gaming, you got Titanicus Gaming, you got paint competitions, you got painting seminars. We've got displays, hobby booths. That's all I can think off the top of my head at the moment. Oh, we've got, um, I think we're going to have 28 mil scale Titanicus as well. Um, We're just just celebrating, uh, you know, and hopefully we'll be able to celebrate a edition of of 30k as well. But if not, you know, we've um, we've got plenty to be getting on. Um, So if you're interested in that, perhaps I can come on and chat with you guys about. um, But yeah, go check out Greetings from the Warp. Uh, on Facebook, and that'll have all the details for the tickets are on sale. Awesome. Cool. Oh, yeah. It's going gonna, gonna to be fucking amazing. And next yeah. fucking year, I'm coming to live in Sweden and just play. <laughs> you have to relocate. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll adopt him as my lost, long lost like, son. That'd be good. <laughs> I just want to tell you, Henry, uh-huh. that the yeah. social benefits in Sweden are very strong. <laughs> And you might qualify as the refugee status as you are from a godless country hey, of England. Hey, it's still the only gaming event I've ever played in. So that's still, <laughs> you know. We should have that on a banner. <laughs> but no, it's going to be awesome, man. Scandalous Link on next year. It's going to be wicked. I'm going to run some okay. events. I'm going to, going to also drink some beers and play some uh, heresy. Uh, yeah, I'll send, a list. I'll send a list of British candy I want to bring over. What? I'll send Henry a list of the British candy I want him to bring over uh, for for my kids, <laughs> <laughs> not for me or anything. Yeah, you need you need to tell me if you are going to give it to your kids because obviously the candy I'll give you <laughs> will will not be okay to give the kids. So well, don't. All um... I want is RJ's chocolate filled licorice logs. So no, my kids you wouldn't touch that. Fucking licorice motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I'll pay you yeah. pickled herring, and you'll be too polite to say no. You'll be. I quite like. I quite like the herring. I quite enjoyed that. There you go. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, give me beer. Oh, give I... me meatballs. Give me heresy. All I want. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> Derelict them meatballs. All right, cool. Well, we can't wait to get the band back together. But I guess it's a good night for me. And me. And me. (laughs) And me. And Henry.